Welcome to Her Digital Brand, a podcast where we interview founders and leaders of some of the best brands on the internet. My name is Kyler Nixon, and in just a minute, I'm going to be joined by my co-host, Brad Bishop. Today on the show, we have Tiffany Tippin, the COO of Mommy Labor Nurse. Tiffany is going to give us some jam-packed information around the business of digital brands. She's going to take a peek inside the hood and show you what it's like to actually run and operate a highly successful digital brand. This episode is different from pretty much any other episode that we've recorded so far, so you're not going to want to miss it. Let's jump in. Hey, Tiffany, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, today we got Tiffany from Mommy Labor Nurse. We're excited you're here. I know we've been, you've been working with Kyler Creative for a little bit, and so we've kind of been around um, you know, to see the growth over the last year, which has been incredible. And so today we want to kind of, uh, as a COO, you kind of have a different seat for, uh, from the CEO, Liesl, and so you kind of see things a little differently. You see that that business side of it that maybe she may not see, and so we're excited to dive into that because it's, it's really a whole different aspect from where you sit. And so I wanted to start off and, and just just tell us all what is Mommy Labor Nurse? What is it that you guys sell? So Mommy Labor Nurse, we provide online classes and resources um, to women primarily, but parents in general. Uh, that give them knowledge and encouragement um, to help them feel prepared and and in control of their birth, Um, no matter how they deliver. We're very big on, you know, inclusivity in the, you know, birth environment and making sure that whether it's a vaginal birth or a C-section or a VBAC or an epidural or no epidural, that, you know, women go into their birth experience knowing that they have the education, you know, sitting there with them to make sure that they're prepared. Um, you know, we feel so strongly about the power of birth education and we really truly believe that knowledge equals power and equals confidence. And we see every single day the the impact that birth education has on women's experiences. I mean, we're talking, you know, being able to better advocate for yourself when you're in labor, less birth trauma, ability to cope with changes in your birth plan, decreased chances of having postpartum anxiety and depression, better ability to bond with your baby. I mean, it's it's just so impactful and so powerful. And Mommy Labor Nurse is here to provide women with all of those things so that they can experience all of those things that I just mentioned. Um, and really, like I said, just to let them have an even better birth. That's amazing. Um, okay, so how did this all start? So I know Lisa technically is the CEO maybe found, is she a term founder? Yeah. So we could define her as the founder. Um, we don't have a, a CEO right now. Um, and you know, the decision with that was really how I kind of got into this. So Liesl and I have been friends for years. I mean, 15 years, we've been family friends for a long time. Um, our husbands are really good friends with each other. We used to live across the street from each other. It's just a very, you know, involved relationship that we have. And we actually work at the hospital together just by kind of chance. Like, you know, I wasn't even like networking and she was there and I asked her for like an in to the hospital. It just happened to be that I, you know, always wanted to get into labor and delivery. She was, she she had already been there for a couple of months on the unit that we work on and I applied for a job. You know, I'm kind of a, I want to do things on my own sort of person. So I didn't ask for a referral or anything and I got the job and then, yeah, for the last 
seven and a half years, we've been working on the same labor and delivery unit together. Um, and that's really where our passion sits, right? Like we're, we're so passionate about women's health, but particularly maternal health. And both of us have always known that this is the field of nursing that we wanted to get into. Um, and yeah, so pretty much Liesl had her first child, Walter, um, almost five years ago. And she just was kind of sick of the hospital life. So she decided to start this blog um, that had a different name than Mommy Labor Nurse when we got started. And things just took off. I was always kind of around in the background. Um, like I would read her blog articles and help her edit her blog articles, not getting paid or anything, just you know, as soon as I heard the idea of what she was doing, I was like, this is so smart. This is so brilliant. And I just knew if she did it right, then it would take off like to have this medical background as a labor and delivery nurse, but also the experience as a mom and to combine that together to bring education and resources to women. I was like, this is brilliant. So yeah, I was in the background for two years, I would say not getting paid. Um, and then I had my first son got quickly pregnant you know, not planned with my second son. Um, this was in March of 2020 uh, that we started having conversations about me coming on and helping her out. She really was just looking for somebody part-time at the time um, to help answer DMs and like, you know, help her with some content stuff. And because we're trained from the same place and we are so such good friends and the that, that relationship, it's like such a trusted relationship. It was just like such an easy fit. Um, so I was pregnant about to give birth, um, to my second son COVID hit and I was at home now. So, you know, I ended up coming out of work a couple of weeks early because of COVID and just the fear of what was happening. And I started working for her part-time just like 15 to 20 hours a week. Um, and I did that all throughout my maternity leave. So I actually worked for mommy labor nurse throughout maternity leave. And, and I didn't work at the hospital. And I really think that that's a huge reason why I like didn't have any issues with postpartum depression the second time around and my postpartum anxiety, because for me, my life is so much balanced in, in my career. And, you know, I've been working since I was 14 years old. So me and a career and me and a job, they just go hand in hand. And when I had my first son, not being able to work for three months was really devastating to me. You know, mm. personally, it was just very difficult. So it was a reason why I was like, let's get this rolling with mommy labor nurse before I go on maternity leave at the hospital so I can help. So yeah, I mean, I took like a couple days off, mind you, but like I would just be late night up feeding sessions, answering DMs for her, doing some stuff. It was like the perfect situation. And like I said, totally combated my postpartum depression, among other reasons, but I think that was a big reason. Yeah. So paint a picture yeah. a little bit there, Tiffany, of what the brand kind of looked like at that time. Cause that's like, we're coming up on, that's like to almost two years ago now as, as yeah. the time we're recording this. So what were some of the things that you were doing and then kind of what did the brand look like in terms of what you were selling yeah. and, and maybe like Instagram following and some of those types of things. And I'm real yeah, quick before so you Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I, I'm really glad he asked that because as I'm, as you're talking about this, my mind is going, oh my gosh, tell me about the evolution of this brand. Because like yeah. you came in and you're answering DMs. So I'm like, was she selling something at that point? Mm -hmm. Or but when you came in, like, yeah, tell us what, what did that look like? Yeah. So 
if I had to guess, we probably had about 250,000 followers on Instagram in, you know, March of 2020. And I remember that because we hit 300,000 in uh, August of 2020. Um, at that time, we had, gosh, four products we were selling. We had our two birth classes, the natural birth class and our epidural class. We had a newborn basics class that Liesl put out um, during COVID. Um, and then she also had a sleep class that she was offering that she kind of combo, you know, did a combo thing with um, another influencer who's big into baby sleep. So those four things were, you know, what was being sold when I was just coming into it all. Um, her Instagram following was growing but there was, there was no cohesiveness to it really. Like it was just kind of all in disarray. There wasn't really like thought behind the daily things that we're doing. She, you know, at that time was just herself and her sister was working for her part-time. Um, but yeah, she was just like kind of going through the motions and just feeling completely overwhelmed. And she had all, like all these products really, right? Like, I mean, having four products at, at that point was a lot. And she just was totally overwhelmed. Um, and, you know, for me, I don't have any business background. I would say I'm like a go-getter in general in life. Um, but like, we're labor and delivery nurses, right? Like, we don't know anything about business. Yeah. So, so yeah, for me, it's like, I didn't step into this role in any capacity thinking that I would be you know, a business partner of hers or in the COO role, I was just trying to help her out and like make a little extra mm -hmm. money and take the burden off of her a little bit. Um, what were some of the things you came into that with? Because I, I, I know you enough to know that you like are driven and focused and you're pretty, you know, an organized person. So I guess in my mind, I have to picture that you jumped in, kind of saw the problem. We're a little disorganized. We've kind of maybe outgrown where we're currently at. I feel like you had to have had like, here's our three-step plan to like make <laughs> yeah. this happen or here are like the five objectives I'm going to tackle. Was that the case or not? Um, Sort of, sort of. So, you know, I was still in this kind of like postpartum haze, I would say for the first, you know, three or four months that I was working for Liesl and I was getting ready to come back to work at the hospital full-time, quote unquote, full-time, but I was going back part-time, so working two days a week, two 12-hour shifts a week. And she was like, wanted to have a team meeting. And like, we don't, we weren't doing like team meetings or anything like that. So she was like, oh, come into the office. It's like me, Liesl and her sister, Jenna. And she was talking about like new hires. And she's like, I don't know, we might need to like hire some more people. And I'm still like clueless, you guys, like, not thinking anything. And she was like, we need like a manager. We need like a business manager. And I'm like, still so clueless. Like, I don't know, throwing out names of people we know who could do this. And all of a sudden she was like, well, Tiffany, I mean, do you want to work full time? Because I feel like, you know, you'd be really beneficial if you worked full time. And I was totally caught off guard. I was like, wait, like I'm supposed to go back and work at the hospital in a couple of weeks. Like I wasn't thinking that this was going to go towards anything more. And and that's actually what made my mind start going and start racing towards all the things. Truthfully, I wasn't, you know, I had a newborn at home. I wasn't thinking about the depths of business and whatnot. I was just trying to help her. Um, it wasn't until she brought it up to me that she wanted me to work full time. 
And then we started talking about what that looked like and what the role she wanted me to be in. And I started thinking about the role that I wanted to be in. And I was like, duh, this is so like a no brainer. I can't believe we didn't think about this before. Why wasn't I involved years ago, like in a, a bigger capacity? You know, we're, we're so such different people, but with that comes, you know, such great things combined because combined, we're just like so powerful. Um, so yeah, that was really like the evolution of how it happened. And then, like I said, once I accepted the job and we talked about more of the logistics, it was like game over at that point. And yeah, I was like this, 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 we need this, we need this. And like, I just quickly whipped it into shape. Um, and you know, I'm still learning obviously every single day, but things are drastically different today, you know, now February, 2021, 22, than they were February, 2021 last year. Um, and yeah, I've been in the COO role for a year and a half now. So not really, you know, not like a super, super long time. Um, was it hard yeah. for you? Like, cause you, I mean, you spent your whole, you know, didactic education, learning how to be a bedside nurse. So was it hard for you to make that decision to go from the bedside to where you are now? No, not at all. Like not at all. You know, Liesl and I are so close. I've witnessed the positivity that she has brought to this world because of mommy labor nurse. I've been sitting by her side the whole time, even though I wasn't getting paid to do it. I've been along from the beginning. I was one of the first people that even know, you know, found out that she was going to do this. Um, so no, it was so easy. You know, I had two little boys at home. Uh, my husband was stressed of me leaving to go to the hospital for 12 hour shifts. I love bedside nursing. I mean, I really do. It's like something Lisa and I are so passionate about, but this mommy labor nurse gives me the ability to reach so many more women on a daily basis. And it, it keeps me at home. I work from home. It keeps me here to be able to take care of my family. The work-life balance is so incredible. Um, that it was the easiest decision I've ever made in my life. That's awesome. When you look back over the last year and a half, like obviously like our team has worked with you on the website, which was a huge undertaking, but like aside from that, maybe looking a little bit more internally into your team and kind of the business as a whole, I know you had big goals that you hit last year. Um, what are some of the things that you are most proud of that you have kind of led the charge in that, you know, those things maybe weren't in place before you started. And you look back now over the last year that you've been able to accomplish in your current role. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is just defining our mission, setting some like really core values and coming up with an overall vision for mommy labor nurse. You know, I came into this role and like, we were just like, we had birth classes and there just wasn't a lot of depth beyond that. And when I stepped in, it was one of my first things that I did was to get the team on board of like, where do we want to be in five years and 10 years and 20 years? And, you know, it's still evolving and I'm still figuring out some of the pieces and, you know, how it's all going to get implemented and looked at. But that was the, the biggest thing that I did was like really zoning in on what are we doing and why are we doing it? And okay, now that we know what we're doing and why we're doing it, let's do it. Let's figure out how to get from point A to point B. And that's what last year was really all about um, setting the foundations of this business so that we can, you know, shout our names and like get 
birth education out to all women. I mean, and that's really what my goal Mm -hmm. is. Like, I believe that every woman has the right to accessible birth education. I believe it's something that should not have to be paid for directly by a woman. This should be private health insurance offering it for free. This should be included in your Medicaid plan. Um, You know, it should be treated like a a yearly mammogram Hmm. that like, that's what it should be. But society still views birth education as not a necessity. Women still think that birth education is only needed if you're wanting a quote unquote natural delivery with no epidural. And mommy labor nurse is here to change that dialect and to like really make sure that every single woman knows that they should have birth education, the importance of it, why it's needed. Um, And I know it's going to take a long time to change the way that the world views it, but I'm really, really hopeful that us, as well as, you know, some people and other companies and brands we've met along the way are going to be able to kind of come together over the next five Mm -hmm. to 10 years and really change how birth education is presented and looked at to women. And where that takes mommy labor nurse, I'm not totally sure. Like, I'm not sure how we fit into all of that. Um, But that's ultimately, you know, where I want to see this going. I think you're hitting on a really important step that a lot of digital brands kind of miss. Um, and that is like, you know, I'm sure like when we're talking with Lisa later, but like, I'm sure that most founders of digital brands jump in and they say, I'm an expert in this topic and I want to help as many people as I can. Right. And then over the years, like this gets added and, Oh, someone asked about this. And so let me, let me add that. And let me add this. And then you kind of look back two, three years later and it's like, you have a hodgepodge of courses and offerings and nothing's like overly clear because you started at point A, but like you're currently at point B and you're kind of living in this like messy middle. And so as someone who has, you know, worked alongside of you, I've been super proud to see that you guys have clarified all of that stuff to the point where I feel like your offerings are really clear. People can land on your site and know I can buy one of these products. I can navigate the site really easily. And what I think that's allowed you to do, obviously there's, you know, marketing and financial implications that are awesome there. But I think more than that, it's allowed you to not have to spend so much time and energy explaining what you do and allow you to just serve your audience and move closer to that mission because your offering is so clear. Is that how you viewed the work that you've you've done, you know, either with us or I know you guys did a lot of work before we started working together on that front? Yeah. So, I mean, the initial introduction to you and even the first conversation that we had, I think it was March of last year, was like mind blowing to me. I mean, you introduced us to StoryBrand. My whole entire team read StoryBrand by Donald Miller, and it was like revolutionary. And then that led me into his other books. So um, we then read Marketing Made Simple and that really like honed us in on the marketing side of things. Um, But yeah, I came into it and it just felt like, I don't know, there's like a lot of like fluff. You know, we were like dabbling in like newborn education and in like sleep, baby sleep and like the birth and and Kyler, you're a huge reason why we were able to like really define what we were doing because you were like, you have all these different products and it's really hard to market 20 different products. So me coming into this role, I thought like the more, the better, right? Like as a naive new kind of business yeah. owner coming into this role, I thought the more, the better, right? If you have another product, then you like can make more money and here we go. And you were the one that was like, that's not always the case. Like you have to really 
lock in your marketing and strategy plan for one product, and then you can figure out how does the rest of it fit into it. So because of your nudge and guidance, we didn't get rid of, we, you know, we didn't go from five courses to one course. We felt so wholeheartedly, and I still stand by this decision so wholeheartedly that we needed three birth classes. We needed the ones for epidural moms and the ones that didn't want an epidural. We needed a C-section course that like was not in debate. I was like, I don't care, Kyler, if you say we should have one class. No, it has to be three classes. And you're like, okay, all right. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. But we got rid of all the flops. So we, you know, yeah. we got rid of the sleep right. class and our newborn basics class. We ended up combining into our labor classes. So it was a little bit more, you know, all inclusive and whatnot. Um, but that helped so much to just hear that. And we've seen the impacts of that over the past year. Like it was the best decision that we made combining our classes, getting rid of all that extra fluff of the classes and really zoning in on birth. It's like, we are, we want to be what every mom thinks of when they think about birth education. We want to say mommy labor nurse, they are the go-to class to take. And like, you're not going to take our class to learn about, you know, in-depth breastfeeding or in-depth baby sleep. You're going to take our class so that you can rock your birth and be confident and empowered when you deliver your baby. Um, and then we are actively working with other brands who do specialize and are really great, you know, in those other fields. So we can like hand them over after they've done our stuff, like here, now go to this one who does really great stuff with breastfeeding and, you know, feeding, and then go to this one with baby sleep and, you know, then feeding, you know, and, and then it kind of just goes on and on from there. I, you know, you hit on something that's I really want to dive into because I think a lot of brands struggle with this and and, and you don't. Um, so I want to talk about how you kind of got over this, but a lot of brands come in and they just want to talk about everything. They want to solve every problem for every person that they have. You guys have this very niche audience and this very niche problem that you're solving because you've realized you can't be all things to all people. You know, you serve women that are pregnant. So when they take, I would imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, Tiffany, there's a, maybe a lot of churn in your space because once they have the baby, like you said, you're kind of pushing them onto someone else. You have to go find, you know, a new audience. Can you kind of talk about that? Yeah. So the good thing for us is, yes, we, you know, we've got this niche. We're in the pregnancy world. We're in the labor and birth world, but it's like so expansive, right? We've got nine months of time and we dabble a little bit in like 12 weeks postpartum too, because we really think that 12 weeks postpartum kind of combines together. So we have this year of time that women are like so invested in and they're, you know, the majority of women are like so thrilled to be pregnant and, you know, their, their partners are so happy to be in this moment and they just want to dive in. They want to like read as much as they can and they want to get as much, you know, information as, as they can. So we actually feel really blessed because we think that we have such an expansive niche, like we're niched, but it's really broad also too. So we don't struggle will really with like content creation ideas and where to go to next. Cause there's just like so much to talk about and being able to pull me as a labor and delivery nurse, but also we're all moms that work for mommy labor nurse. It just combines the two together that we're able to provide this, you know, expertise on topics and conversations that people, you know, aren't always used to. Um, 
you know, they're used to just talking to their friend who had a baby and like, that's kind of where, you know, it, it sits. Um, but I don't know. I don't really feel like we are necessarily like, we're, like we're of course always looking for new people and, you know, our Instagram platform is huge and it's a huge, huge part of our business. Um, and we've kind of changed our strategy surrounding that in 2022 to like get more followers and whatnot. But our main focus really from like a marketing standpoint is to get women at all points of their pregnancy. So I'm looking for first trimester. I'm looking for second trimester. I'm looking for third trimester um, because I know a first trimester mom is more likely to buy our birth course if she's had all these touch points over the course of seven to nine months of being pregnant. So it's not just about having only birth content. It's not just about, you know, only third trimester content. We are very strategic in our Instagram content planner to make sure that first trimester, second trimester, third trimester content is sprinkled so that we can capture those early moms in so they can start to get into our pregnancy series, starting to get those touch points and whatnot. And like, really, the next step is like, we need to try and capture like, what do you capture before first trimester? So we thought like, okay, like newly married couples and like, you know, trying to conceive stuff. We're like, what's like the step before that, that we can get into that we can like extend, you know, this length of time and like get the touch points in even earlier. And we haven't quite figured that out yet, but it's something we're always thinking about. It's actually a really good point because a conversation I have a lot is I feel like business owners, you have to get creative when you're thinking about touch points because you know, someone in your space might be like, oh, I need to get people when they're at least like six months pregnant. You know, that's when they're really starting to maybe consume. So I'm making this up. I don't know. That's when they're, you know, but they're, they're not thinking, oh, I could, I could actually get them so much earlier down the line down here. I, I had this conversation just the other day about, hey, you've got to really get outside the box and figure out where, what is your audience consuming? Where are they consuming it? How can you show up there? So I love that you guys are having these conversations about all the different touch points where you can find your audience. That's really brilliant. Yeah. And I think that's what this year is really about for us. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier, 2021 was like so foundational, really like honed in on what we're doing. And we, you know, redid the website and Kyler, your team helped us with that. And we redid all of our birth classes. Um, and we trimmed away all the excess fat, but we added in all this bulk to our birth courses. Mm -hmm. um, so now there's, you know, 12 hours of, of content in our birth courses. It's just so powerful. And I did that specifically for 2022. And it took a lot of restraint last year. Like, I can't tell you how many times Liesl was like, I want to get on Good Morning America. I want to get on the Today Show. I want to do this. I want to get in this publication, you know, and like all these different things because she is, you know, she's just, she wants to get the word out there and she was so anxious to do it. And I was like, no, <laughs> we're not there yet. <laughs> I need, yeah. we're not there yet. And I know we're going to get there and, you know, we're, we're it's going to be great once we get there. But I was like, we're just, I need to put these places in. I'm not prepared for, you know, I wasn't prepared for the world to see our old birth classes. I'm prepared for them to see them now. I wasn't prepared yeah. for the world to see our website before, you know, we just, we did yeah. our website. It wasn't a company that did it. Our old website was just something that we put together. Um, so I just wasn't ready for that. And like I said, it took a lot of restraint last year to say, no, let's be patient patience, please, please. And I spent a year being patient. And now we're finally to a point that we don't have to be patient anymore. And this year is all about 
growth. Um, you know, publicity is like a huge, huge piece to this year. Um, and increasing those touch points, like you said, you know, Instagram is our big, big thing now, but we're like, we're starting to dig into like, where are people at otherwise? What, you know, magazines do they Mm -hmm. read? What books are they reading? What podcasts are they listening to? Um, and that's where we're going now of like, what can we do beyond Instagram and like, what, what else can we expand to? And I'm really hopeful that 2022 is going to be this really huge, expansive growth year for us. So you're ready for Good Morning America? Yes, we're ready for Good Morning America. I'm like, maybe not like quite tomorrow. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say no tomorrow, but I'm not like quite there yet. There's a couple things that I'm putting in place right now to like make sure the support back end stuff is taken care of for like, the flooding of followers that we could get from something like good morning America, the today show, but we're going to be ready. Like Q2. I'm, I'm ready for it. Yeah. I think one of the things, you know, we've spent a lot of time talking about the offer and kind of the website and, you know, clarifying the products and all that stuff. But I think one thing that I I've actually, we actually stole it from you and are doing it with other clients now is how you guys have built this funnel that is so sticky at every single point. And what I mean by that is like, obviously, you know, we're saying the same thing, but it, for those that aren't familiar with the mommy labor nurse brand, um, you could go onto the mommy labor nurse site, enter your due date and get a personalized email for every week of your pregnancy. Right. And that's just like one example of the way that you've created that funnel. If you would have done all the work to create the offer and redid the website and all that stuff, but you didn't really have a clear funnel or there was kind of pieces where it was really easy for folks to drop out of that funnel, those opportunities of getting more traffic and publicity and stuff are they're not going to be near as effective. So um, those are always things that we recommend to to brands is like, how do you create that funnel in a way that's super sticky for your audience to stay in? And I think you guys have even taken it to the next level and that's through personalization, right? They're getting an email that is very hyper-specific to where they are at in their pregnancy. Um, And it's not just general broad, you know, birthing uh, email. So I think that's been really cool to see how you guys have set that up. And I think for anyone listening, that's a, a piece that's really important is the email marketing and specifically as, as personalized and segmented um, as you can get with it. Yeah, I think, um, you know, something that surprised me about marketing in general, as somebody that doesn't come from a marketing background at all, is like, how important each piece of the puzzle is. And like, you really have to have it all. So when I came on board with Mommy Labor Nurse, we had like a couple of the pieces. Um, We had like a website, but you know, it wasn't like anything spectacular. We really weren't like, you know, we didn't have this good like elevator one-liner pitch. Um, But we did have this nurture campaign, our week by week pregnancy series. That's something we put together two and a half years ago. Um, And we weren't doing anything with it. Like, it's crazy. We put all this time and effort into doing this so that yes, on week four, here's your email. And when you turn five weeks, here's your email. We didn't do anything with it. We like rarely talked about it on Instagram. We rarely promoted it. It was like, you had to like dig to find it on, you know, our site. And I was like, oh my gosh, we like spent all this time with nothing. So I think it was like 2020, I would say like October, November, 2020, we maybe had like, I don't know, 5,000 women that were in this pregnancy series, week by week pregnancy series. And 
right now, and I would, you know, maybe 10,000 people total, like, you know, in our CRM, uh, right now we have like 90,000 contacts. There's, you know, been probably 50,000, 60,000 in the last year that have gone through this week by week pregnancy series. And we realize the importance of lead generation and like, you have to have it in order to be successful in your, you know, this nurture campaign and this funnel, like it, it wasn't doing anything for us, even though we had it and we developed it, the fact that it just sat there, like did nothing for us. So that was a huge part of 2021 was lead generation and getting people into the funnel. Cause we already had that foundation put in place. So we were really proud of, and we stood behind, but we were like, we need to get more people in there. Okay. Like, how do we get more people in there? And that's really what then defined our Instagram strategy of like, we need to be really purposeful on the feed. We need to be really purposeful in stories. So now it's all laid out. Like today is Mm -hmm. first trimester content you know, content. And here is the first trimester pack that you get if you, you know, give us your email address. And then like tomorrow is C-section day and here's our C-section content, but then here's the C-section pack that you get. And anytime they sign up for that stuff, they have to give us our due date. And then they Mm have, you know, they get into our week by week pregnancy series. And I mean, that alone has been the biggest change and the, the most important thing is growing our email list. It's so important. And I had mm-hmm. no idea, you know, a nurture campaign doesn't mean anything. And the funnel doesn't mean anything if you're not getting people into it. Right. Okay. Oh, so, man, there's so much good, there's so know, much good stuff here. Really we're going to have, we're going to have to have, an, we're going to have to have another yeah. interview with okay. you, Tiffany. <laughs> uh, Tiffany, I got to tell you. So when I came in, Kyler was telling me about you guys. And one of the first things he told me, he said, their email game is, is amazing. Uh, you guys kill it. So I, you know, I've been looking at, at your metrics on email. Let me ask you a question. You, may, if you don't know the answer, that's okay. I do know the answer, so I'll, I'm going to say it. If you don't, do you know what your read through rate is on your newsletters? By read through rate, I mean how many people read the entire newsletter from top to bottom. Do you know how many people? I don't. Okay. I know. I, I I know open rate is like over 40%. I know our click through rate on our, you know, I check, I actually just checked this um, for the last quarter was at like 10% our click through rate. Um, but I, but I don't know if I know that specific. Okay. No, this is, this is really so. interesting. Yeah, I do know. So in your newsletter, you, which for anybody listening to this, even if you're not pregnant and you just, you're looking to start a business or you're interested in marketing, go get on the mommy labor nurse newsletter email sequence. It's amazing. So you guys have made this amazing newsletter that you've got about 35,000 something people on, I think is what I saw. So let me just preface this too. There is a study done in 2020, 2021, somewhere in there saying that the average human attention span is less than a mouse. The average human attention span is like, like six to eight seconds. So, you know, people just don't pay attention to things. So you guys have this really great newsletter that you send out to 35,000 plus people. 85% of those people read it from top to bottom. 85%. That's insane. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like blown away by that number. But the reason it's so high is because you guys do it so well. So I'm, I'm actually curious about this. Like Whose idea was it to craft that newsletter in the way you did you broke it up into like amazing sections like look listen love all things like that where did that come from 
Um, a collaborative effort from all of us, but I would say our our email girl is Allie. She's our content manager. She started just as a contractor with Liesl in the summer, um, spring, summer of 2020. So kind of the same time I came on, she started doing some contract work on the side. And her and Liesl are the one that put together the our week by week pregnancy series. That was before I was even like majorly involved in any capacity with what we were doing. Um, and yeah, Allie's the girl that's behind it. She's the one that is, you know, really thinking it. So she comes up with the ideas or all throw ideas around. And then, you know, we both sit down with it and say, all right, what do we want this to look like? And let's try this and, you know, let's see, you know, where it goes. But yeah, Allie's the one that coined the look, love, listen. There's so one good. other one so that good. I can't think of. We'll grab of. a screenshot <laughs> of one of the emails and put it in the show notes. Um, so obviously we're talking yeah. about it and we've all seen it but if you haven't seen it we'll throw it in the in the show notes so good in fact i have clients that i i don't even know if i'm supposed to do this and i haven't done it yet so don't worry but i in my mind i'm like oh my gosh i need to send them to mommy labor nurse to just be like do a newsletter go look at how they do this and just do that because it's so as long as you're not like doing that you know for <laughs> no no right right, 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 right. <laughs> right well just no you guys are killing the email game but you know, i don't think we really knew we were doing well i mean we knew we we knew it was good but we didn't really know until um in january our crm platform we just were on hubspot they did a get, gave us like a 2021 year in review and they showed us kind of industry standards and then they showed us our numbers and we were like oh my gosh <laughs> like it's like blowing it out of the water um and they're like oh this you know this open rate is good and we're like double you know what nope. they're saying is yeah, good yeah. and we were like okay we're i think we're like doing pretty good here and like i said i mean the the revenue has shown it's incredibly dramatic like it's it's drastic changes that 2021 was to 2020 and it has everything to do with the email list email. not that the website yeah, isn't right. there too i mean the website is there and like we love our website and we love what you did but like it is that email list and that yeah. funnel that yeah. really has gotten it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is the last. Go ahead. This is the last thing. And then we'll wrap up with some more like maybe fun, lighthearted questions. Um, but this is just so good. We need to have you have you back on and we can break down some of the email stuff. Maybe we can convince Allie to, to come and join yeah. us. That's a great um, idea. One of, the, <laughs> one of the things that I think brands look at a mommy labor nurse, like let's say you're just starting off and you have, you know, a thousand followers or less, or, you know, you're kind of in that new uh, kind of starting mode. You look at a brand like mommy labor nurse who has hundreds of thousands of followers and you say, Oh, if I had that, I would be, I would be raking in the money. Like I would, I can just send traffic and sell my course on Instagram and all this kind of stuff. One of the things that you guys have done really well, and this is something we, we share with all of our clients is that you have to use the properties you rent to drive traffic to the properties you own. And so you guys have really grasped, 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 that wow, why is that a hard word? Um, Instagram is a property you rent, right? Mark Zuckerberg can change the rules on Instagram any day and you're kind of sunk, right? And so yep. you guys understand that and you say, we're going to leverage Instagram for what it is. But ultimately, we own our website, we own our blog, we own our email content. And what that's allowed you to do is really diversify where traffic is coming from. And I don't know how often you check this, but I actually have your acquisition pulled up on Google Analytics. And most brands your size with an Instagram following like you do would have like 80% of your traffic would come from Instagram, right? From social. 
you guys are so evenly split across social, across organic search, across email, across direct traffic, all of those things really protect your business, right? They allow you to not rely so heavily on one area over the other. So um, I think we need to break this down a little bit more in a future episode, but uh, this is just <laughs> such good stuff. And you guys, I just want to tell you, like you guys have, have done a really tremendous job. So yeah, um, I mean, we've been work. guided by a lot of people that have been in our corner over this past year and over the past couple of years that have really gotten us there. So it's, you know, we've talked about this before, like we, we don't always know how to get there, but once somebody helps us with what we should be looking for, we like can execute like yeah. no one else. Yeah, totally. I love it. Okay. We have two kind of fun questions that we're asking to every guest to end, end the show. Um, the first one is what recent purchase of $100 or less has most positively impacted your life or your business or um, kind of anything there? Oh. That's a hard question. Um, I could like name off multiple things like above a hundred dollars, um, but under a hundred, I would say I recently purchased some knitting needles and some yarn <laughs> and it's been really therapeutic for me. Um, my grandma taught me how to knit when I was little, but I really didn't retain anything. I was probably like nine years old. And I remember her showing me in the back of a car on the way on a road trip, how to knit. Um, and she passed away a couple of years ago. And as we were going through her house, um, I came across all of her knitting needles and all, you know, all of her knitting stuff. And I took her, her knitting needles with me home and they sat in my attic for two years. And over the break, uh, mommy labor nurse shut down. We like totally went, you know, off air and off Instagram for two weeks. And during that time, I was like, I need to do something for me. I need to let my creative, you know, juices start going again, because I'm a really crafty person. And I got my grandma's knitting needles out, which prompted me, you know, to buy more knitting needles and more yarn. And I started knitting over the last uh, month and a half. And it's been a really nice, relaxing way for me to kind of have this other creative outlet. Um, you know, my kids have been stuck home with me for the last four weeks because of COVID. And it's been incredibly difficult to juggle mom life and work life. Um, and, you know, keeping my mental health there. And yeah, I think that's probably been one of the more impactful things that I've gotten over the last couple of months. I would never have expected that to be the answer. <laughs> I love yeah, it. I mean, <laughs> we're going to now, now, Tiffany, we're going to need to know the model, make and serial number of those. So we can put it in the show notes. I mean, it's just like the knitting needle 2000 or, or, you know, we're going to need to know. So just I'll, I'll send you over all the details. <laughs> thank you. Um, the second question is what platform software or app could your business not live without? Um, not social media. Yeah. The good thing is we can live without social media now. So Instagram is, it wouldn't even be the answer that I would say to that anymore. Um, I, I would go between two. I would either say HubSpot or CRM, or I would say Teachable, which is our platform um, that all of our courses are hosted on. If I had to pick one, I would go with HubSpot. I mean, our CRM, it's it. It's got to be it. Um, it's where all of our like most precious data and information is at. And it's the way that we sell. And it's the way that we get touch points to you know people in our funnel. Um, so yeah, that I don't think we could live without that. It would be devastating if something happened to, to HubSpot and we had to, you know, move over. 
Yeah, and I, I think we could even do a, a, a. I know we've kind of teased a, a, a sequel to this interview. I feel like there could be a third one because HubSpot is HubSpot is amazing at what it does, but it, it is complicated. There's a lot. There's yeah. a lot of moving pieces. It's overwhelming and stuff. So we may need to have you on later to go through that. But I've looked at your HubSpot stuff, and I mean, it's amazing all the things HubSpot tracks. Yeah, it is. We got the recommendation to move to HubSpot by a friend of mine who's in the marketing world. And she's actually, you know, a little bit more uh, B2B and and not so much, um, you know, B2C like we are. But um, she was like, you guys should move on to HubSpot. It's, you know, I've helped onboard multiple companies. And at the time, we're just like naive, you know, like, I don't know, just like, we'll do whatever people tell us to do. Um, so we moved on there. And it was a complicated process. But once we were on, and once I started diving into the reporting and all the capabilities, I was like, okay, this is good. I still think that it's, it's probably more than what we need in a lot of ways. Um, but, but the core of what it does um, is been so valuable. And I think it's going to really allow us to grow as our brand grows um, because they do so many different things. So like we just got their support, you know, piece onto it. So now we're able to do all of our support ticketing through HubSpot, which is really awesome. And um, yeah, it's, it's really great, but totally overwhelming. (laughs) And like, we're still overwhelmed by it every single day. Well, Tiffany, you're amazing. Mommy Labor Nurse is amazing. Thank you so much for taking time to visit with us. You can definitely go ahead and put it in your calendar. We will be doing this again. Uh, because Absolutely. Yeah, you just give... My gosh, what an amazing interview you just gave. So thank you so much. And we will definitely be talking to you soon. 